I'm on the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Thank you for joining us today. It is Wednesday, December 13th. I hope you're having a great day. We're glad to be with you on the radio, 95.9 FM, also on the radio app, uh, on the podcast today. Thank you for joining us. And then those who are watching on Facebook and YouTube, thank you so much uh, for tuning in on this Wednesday. Now, uh, it says Wednesday uh, in my notes. I know the calendar says Wednesday, but it does not feel like Wednesday. And uh, the reason for that is that we did not have our school chapels this morning. And uh, that always happens to me in the summertime, too. It takes me a while to get used to it. But uh, no chapels this morning. We're having our combined uh, Christmas chapel on Friday morning at 8.30 here at the church in the auditorium. And uh, our parents and uh, family members are welcome to join us. Uh, we'll be presenting the honor roll on Friday morning. We have our elementary classes and uh, the pre-K classes that are going to be doing uh, a Christmas song or a Christmas poem or a Christmas verse. It's going to be a great time. And uh, we'll have uh, some singing and we'll have a message. And it'll be a good time just all together. And it's going to be a wild time as far as the excitement level because after that chapel, our students and our teachers will be on Christmas break. And uh, I think they're a little excited about that. Uh, it's been a good week at the school. I've been over there each morning for just a little bit. And they have had uh, one morning was Christmas socks. They were wearing Christmas socks. And uh, then yesterday was Christmas accessories. You say, what are accessories? Well, you name it, whatever you want it to be. Uh, my girls had, uh, let's see here, a couple of them had Christmas scarves. Um, Lacey had a Christmas necktie with her, you know, uniform uh, polo shirt. And uh, well, I've seen lots of uh, Santa hats, uh, elf hats, uh, reindeer antlers. It's been awesome. So they're pretty fired up. But come Friday, I think they're really going to be excited about that last chapel. So we're looking forward to that uh, on uh, Friday. But it doesn't seem like Wednesday, but it is Wednesday. And I'm looking forward to our service tonight here at Victory Baptist Church, 7 o'clock. Uh, Brother Daniel McManus will be preaching. Uh, Brother Nathan will have the teens on target. We'll have our, our prayer time, and uh, it'll be a good service. Uh, Master Clubs have their Christmas party tonight, and we're looking forward to a great service tonight. And then don't miss Sunday. Uh, Sunday, Sunday school, 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock morning service, and then Sunday night, 6 o'clock, followed by our evening service will be followed by our Christmas Cookie Fellowship. And we're looking forward to a great time there with uh, some food and, uh, of course, desserts is what it is, but uh, coffee, hot chocolate, and just be a good time of fellowship. Uh, no pressure. Um, you don't have to stay for a long time. You can come stay for a few minutes and get to uh, enjoy some fellowship. But it's a good time with our church family. We're looking forward to it. And then our um, Christmas um, Eve candlelight service. That is on, of course, Christmas Eve, December 24th, which is a Sunday. And that candlelight service will be at 5 o'clock on Christmas Eve. And we're looking forward to a wonderful time together there. Uh, I'd ask you to pray today for our church. I pray for our school. Let's pray for our missionaries. Pray for all of our ministries. 
uh, pray for our members, those that are sick, uh, those that are in the hospital, uh, those that have lost loved ones. Uh, let's be in prayer for them. Um, I ask you to uh, pray for, uh, it's been, I guess, probably about a year or more, uh, but we used to have every day on the radio, uh, Dr. Clarence Sexton uh, would come on uh, for his devotional, and uh, he just, uh, last night, uh, yesterday, excuse me, it was yesterday sometime, but last night I got the word that uh, Dr. Clarence Sexton uh, went home to be with the Lord. And of course, he was the pastor at the Temple Baptist Church in Powell, Tennessee, right outside of Knoxville. And then he was, of course, the founder and the president of Crown College, uh, which is a, a wonderful ministry. And I hope you pray for that family, pray for that church and the college and their school and all of those things there. Uh, but uh, I thank God for heaven, and uh, I hope that we'll pray for one another. We're going to go to a song. Uh, here's a great song uh, by the Clark family. I think you'll enjoy it. It's a Christmas song. And then right after this, we'll get into our Bible study today in Matthew chapter 2. Just a winter holiday Or a season filled with fun and fantasy Call it anything you wish But December 25th Will always be Christmas to me It will always be Christmas to me It will always be Christmas to me This one sacred day Will forever stay The birth of my Savior the lights I still think about that night when a wonder star shone over Bethlehem in the children's caroling I still hear the angels sing announcing Christ is born once again it will Christmas to me. It will always be Christmas to me. This one sacred day will forever stay. The birth of my Savior and King. It will Christmas to me. Every time I say Merry Christmas, those words mean so much more, for they help me to remember 
Amen. I like that. That's a good song. Very uh, thought-provoking and uh, very a meaningful song about Christmas and uh, what it means to you. I hope you never lose the meaning and uh, the excitement and the thrill and the joy uh, of Christmas and uh, what it represents. Matthew chapter 2 in your Bibles. We are going through uh, some thoughts and some lessons about the Christmas story and specifically of the uh, encouragement, uh, the admonition of not quitting when things do not go as we think they should. Uh, don't quit when things get hard. Don't quit uh, when, a thing, when, when things uh, seem to be uh, a struggle and it just seems like it's not working and it's getting harder and it's getting whatever. Just don't quit. And uh, we saw uh, Mary and Joseph and some of the, the, the struggles they faced. Number one, we saw their disappointments, and uh, that was on Monday. And uh, for Joseph, I'm sure there was disappointment. Uh, at first, I think he felt like he was betrayed by Mary because she was expecting a baby, and uh, he knew that he was not the father. Uh, well, then the angel said, that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. But don't you know there were people that didn't believe that story? Don't you know there were some doubters? Don't you know there were some, some people whispering, saying, oh yeah, did you hear about that person? And uh, I know there was disappointments, but God took care of it. He always does. Uh, God can take the disappointments of life and God can turn them around and he can make it something wonderful. And then we saw yesterday, we saw the danger uh, for Mary and Joseph. They were in danger. Verse number 13, uh, that uh, the angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream saying, arise and take uh, the young child and his mother, and flee into Egypt. And be thou there until I bring thee word, for Herod will seek the young child to destroy him. There was some danger there. The king is trying to kill uh, baby Jesus. And so we saw the danger. And God protects us uh, through the danger. I don't know what you're going through. I don't know what your fear is. I don't know what your concern is. Uh, but uh, be not dismayed, whatever betide. God will take care of you. Uh, he's with us. He'll never leave us. He'll never forsake us. But today, I want you to see for a few moments, I want you to see in this same passage in Matthew 2, I want you to see the delay. Uh, Mary and Joseph were faced with a delay. Um, I, I personally, and I'm sure most of you are like this, but I personally do not like delays. Um, Brother Nathan and I, we were just talking about 
Christmas, and I'm glad that they're going to go back and visit uh, Miss Grace's family uh, in California, get spend some time there. But, you know, when you get to the airport, uh, you like it when everything is on schedule. You like it when the flights are not delayed, but the flights are on time. Uh, you like it when the flights are not canceled, but the flights are on schedule and they go as planned. But, you know, sometimes in life, and I'm not talking about airports now, uh, but sometimes in life there are delays. Sometimes there are things in life that uh, we don't understand. We think we should just hurry up and get there and get it done. But God has a different plan. So think about this account in Matthew chapter 2. The wise men have just showed up. They have brought their gifts, the gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Uh, they brought their treasures. And uh, they were, the Bible says, the wise men, when they saw that star, they rejoiced with exceeding great joy. Don't you know that was a sweet time when those wise men arrived and Mary and Joseph and baby Jesus, which they're in a house now at this time. Jesus may have been uh, between a year, year and a half old, maybe up to two years old at this time uh, that the wise men got there. But don't you know it was a sweet time? And then they've got all these treasures, and I don't know what they did with those treasures. They probably used those to sell to be able to have money to live. Uh, because again, Joseph had uh, left uh, his home and they'd come to Bethlehem and they stayed there uh, up until this point in Matthew chapter 2. But it was a sweet time. And then all of a the sudden, uh, there comes a snag in the plans. There comes a delay. And the angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream. And the Bible says in verse 14 that when he arose, he took the young child and his mother by night and departed into Egypt. Now, the Bible does not say it was that same night, but I think it was. You could say, well, maybe they waited a few weeks and maybe they traveled by night so they wouldn't be detected. Now, I think it was the same night. I think the wise men have just been there. They've got these gifts. It's wonderful. It's great. It's exciting. And then that night they go to sleep. And that night the angel appears to Joseph in a dream and says, you have got to get out of here and you got to get Mary, and you got to get baby Jesus. You've got to get out of here now because Herod's going to destroy you. I think it was the same night. Uh, I wonder if there were some things they had to leave behind. I wonder if there were some plans that had to be changed. I wonder if there were some delays in schedules that they had uh, set that now could not be fulfilled. I'm sure there were delays. Uh, can you imagine if you got the call in the middle of the night and you had to pack up you say, well, you know, they weren't at home. They were, yeah, I know, but they'd been in Bethlehem for probably at least a year. Uh, don't you know they had a lot of stuff? Don't you know that there were some, some things that had to be taken care of and most of it they probably had to leave? I'm just saying that there were delays. I'm just saying that there are delays that come in our lives, but God has a purpose and a plan for it. I won't get into all the story right now. Many of you have heard the story uh, and many of you know the story. But I remember, I guess now it's probably been six years ago. I'd have to go back and look at the data. Maybe six years, uh, might be five, could be seven, but let's say five or six years. I remember I really felt like God was putting on my heart a burden for us here at Victory Baptist Church to start a Christian school. And I thought we'd probably start it in the gym building and use those classrooms uh, on uh, Monday through Friday for school and then Sundays for, for Sunday school and junior church and bus ministry. And I remember we sent out uh, to our church families, I think we sent it out to all of the families that would have had school-age kids, I think, and maybe not everybody got it, but we tried to send it out as a, uh, an interest 
uh, a card of would you be interested? Uh, you know, yes or no. Um, if not, would you be interested in the future? And then, you know, if not again, then that's fine. It's okay. We're just curious. We're, we're trying to put out some feelers. And I remember we had a, I felt like we had a pretty good response uh, from those letters. But I just, I didn't feel like that the timing was right. I didn't feel like that, that things were in place for it at the time. It was my prayer. It was my desire. And we even told the church, said, hey, pray about it. And, you know, maybe in the future. And, you know, at the time, that could have seemed like a, a disappointment. It could have seemed like a delay. And it was a delay. But, boy, that was a good delay. Because, you know what, God had a better plan. God had something more for us than we could have ever imagined. Uh, I still remember when uh, Cornerstone uh, Christian School, when their board reached out to us and said, we'd like for you to, to pray about, we'd like for you to consider uh, uh, taking our property, assuming our mortgage, which the mortgage that they had left was very, very small uh, compared to that beautiful property and all the 10 acres and the building and, and, and the location a half a mile from our church. Can I tell you, only God could do that. And, and I know God used those folks at Cornerstone. And God worked in their hearts. And I'm so thankful for all of that. God worked in the hearts of our church members. When we presented it to the church, it was a 100% vote. Now, most of the things that we vote on are good percentage. Most of our stuff is in the 90s. A lot is 95 or 98%, but 100%. And I thank God. For, it was just a miracle. And we, we could have said, oh, it's a delay and we're upset. and we're No, no, no. When, when, God, when God puts on the brakes, when God gives you a stop sign in life, uh, don't, don't fight against it. Don't, don't push against it. Just trust that God's plan is best. And by the way, God's plan for Mary and Joseph and baby Jesus, it was perfect. God sent them down to Egypt. He said, wait there until I, I bring the word again and uh, you, you'll come back but just not right now. And I hope that helps you today. And uh, as we go through the delays in life, uh, as we go through some roadblocks, we go through to go to some stop, stop signs or some red lights or whatever it may be. If God is trying to slow you down, I hope you'll listen. And uh, I hope it'll be helpful to you. I hope you have a great day. I look forward to seeing you tonight uh, in our midweek service at seven o'clock here at Victory Baptist Church. God bless you. Have a great day. On the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a coworker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.